Welcome to Politics Welcome. Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. How are my peeps doing? Buenos dias, mi gente. ¿Cómo están todos? We are going to have a great show for you today. We are going to have a great show for you today. Hey, folks, whatever religion you are, you know, it must be respected. It must not be imposed. All of that is true. Something good happened last night just by, by the sheer will of folks who decided they're going to slow things down on the house. And you know what? Uh, we, we, we dodged a bullet. We dodged being uh, another laughing stock in the uh, in the United States of America. We dodged it. We dodged it. We dodged it. Schools are no longer going to, or schools will not be forced. They will not be forced to display the Ten Commandments. They won't necessarily have the ability now to say, ah, instead of having nurses, etc., we're going to have chaplains. It's in other words where the, the, the Christian nationalists lost this battle. But those of you that are out there, those of you that have the ears of your politicians, one would suggest that you make sure they have your ears because there's a, um, your, your, your voice. Because there's a lot of stuff happening in this state. And in as much as the session will be ending soon, the governor, the guy that he is, could come back with a special session to inflict a whole lot of other harm. Today is the anniversary, I think it's today, the anniversary of what that massacre in Uvalde, the massacre, massacre in Uvalde. And what are we going to have on today? DeSantis is going to announce his presidency on that day. And the Texas legislature has gone through all the laws that they are going to pass. And guess what? Hey, nothing. Absolutamente nada. Nothing. That makes any lives of kids in school safer. The two laws that they passed were already federal laws. Wow. Wow. Um, that's not serving those who voted them in. What else didn't get done again? Uh, all the people that are dying in Texas because we chose not to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, I repeat, because we chose not to accept the Medicaid Expansion Act, that as well means more dead Texans. The Texas legislature meets only once every two years. Once every two years, unless the governor calls for a special session. This is Civics 101 for Texas. Unless the governor calls and says, we need a special session to do something. He never called a special session after the massacre in Uvalde. He never called a special session for any of these things that 
would save lives. He never called a special session to say Texas are dying from health care, the lack of health care that the federal government has already paid for, that Texans have already paid for. He didn't and never has. And in this session, he chose death over life. The folks who believe in the sanctity of life chose death over life. They chose to have your dead cousin, your dead aunt, your dead mother, your dead father, your dead daughter, your dead son. He chose that because he chose not to demand that. This, that, that, that and this is Dan Patrick as well, folks, not to demand that we protect our folk. I want everybody who's listening to me right now, everybody who's listening to the radio right now, forget about all this ideological thing and just think life. Just think you have a state who chose not to make folks healthy, who chose not to give folks health care, who chose not to pass gun laws, something as simple as raising the age to 21 before you can have an AR-15. Something as simple as that. I mean, we should really be outlawing weapons of war, but we don't. We don't. So remember, folks, as you go to work in the car and you're listening, as you're at home, remember that your life was made that much worse with a session of the legislature that some of us chose to elect under false premises. That's not the show. Just wanted to start that way. Anyhow, welcome to Politics Done Right, folks. And um, thank you for being here. I, I, I honor you. I thank you for listening because that is the most important thing for us to have somebody on the other side who we can partake this with. Buenos dias, mi hermano, Howard Reynolds in the studio, and Jack Van Beber. How are you guys doing back there, sirs? Well, good morning, Egberto. Looks like we're okay. How about you, Jack? I'm doing good this morning. Uh, ready to serve the public a little bit, if I can. Uh, well, sir, uh, the mere fact that you're there, you're serving the public, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you serving? Some beans, maybe? Uh, <laughs> hey, this morning if, it's eat a peach. Oh, oh, okay. That's well, healthy. That good to me. Yeah. <laughs> that is healthy, but you, stuff here. Yeah, but I kind of like I kind of like the beans, man. I love me some black beans, but you know, I can do I too. Oh the man, best nothing beans like in the world of black beans. Yes, yes, black beans with some platanitos and some oh some cabrito. Oh, that's some good stuff, man. Nah, but anyhow. Hey, I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. What can I say? It's first thing in the morning, and it's the first thing I do. Come here and serve. Anyhow, folks, let me tell you the title of the show, if I can pull it up on the screen right now. Here it goes. Texas Talibanization continues. Tax cut and debt ceiling lies debunked. And we must save ourselves. And I'm going to start with the last one because, you know, well, maybe we'll get to all of these. And don't forget, folks. The call in number 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Please give us a call. Extension numero uno to give a contribution to the show. Extension number two to be on air. And I'd love you to do 
I, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear you here on air because you know what, my peeps, this show is yours. And when I say this show is yours, I mean that from the depths of my heart. I write something up every night. I do cut the videos and all of that. But I always tell myself, remember, if you guys call in and change the show because there's something more present to you guys, this is your show and that's what we do. And if you've listened at all, you know that that happens almost every day that somebody calls and changes subject. And we never get done with everything that I prepare for the show, but I'm prepared in case nobody calls in, right? And I tell you what, you can always see what that we, we intended to cover on that show by going to politicsandright.com slash newsletter because I write it up every day with all the links in there. Anyway, I want to thank so kindly uh, to start off uh, with, uh, let's see, Pearson and Pumpkin. I don't know if I need to say the other pieces, but Pearson and Pumpkin, you know who you are. Thank you so kindly for your kind contribution this morning. Uh, we need a whole lot more. And by the way, I want to give a big thank you to Robin Lewis, who she keeps all the magical books and everything in the background there for KPFT. Well, uh, she uh, she got ahead and listed that thing that we said uh, the the our people didn't know were listed. That is, you can now go to, uh, what's the word? You can actually go to kpft.org and when you donate, you can find Breakfast with Egberto there for $250. And, you know, we'll go ahead and get some coffee and donuts or something. Breakfast with Egberto is now on the website. Or if you call 713-526-5738, you can tell them, I want Breakfast with Egberto for $250. If they're still screwing up and they don't have that, just, uh, just go ahead and donate 250 and you know that we'll go and sit down and have some stuff, folks. Um, anyway, uh, $100 if you want our T-shirt. That is the T-shirt that says Politics Done Right with the KPFT logo. As well, you can go ahead and say, I'm going to give $40. I become a voting member of the Pacifica Network and I I'm an integral part of how rules are made at the stations all around the country. And of course, that doesn't stop you from giving whatever you want to give, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, anything. We just need to be able to pay our bills so we can come to you. And it seems like Joe is on the line. Come on in, Joe. Let's have a talk. What's up? Hey, good morning, Egberto. How are you? Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Oh, man, not too bad. Driving to work, as always. Well, talk to me, Joe. Talk to me. But, uh, you know, it was, it's more of the same, man. It, 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 uh, it, it, um, it never gets old, man. I hear you parroting the Democrat Party ideal over here, you know, with the, mm -hmm. the, um, the weapons of war talk and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. And something that sticks out of my mind here, there's a couple of, couple of these most recent mass shootings. Yes. Or by, you know, anti-Second Amendment people trying to make a point. The guy in the bank, anti-Second Amendment. The trans uh -huh. chicks went and shot up, you know, Christian school kids. Mm -hmm. The Uvalde guy was, was a trans guy with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. You know, um, honestly, you know, the Second Amendment is not, you know, it's, it's, it's not necessarily for um, self-protection or deer hunting or whatever. It's, it's in case... You know, a pundit 
like, uh, you know, gathers together a group of fools and um, decides they're going to push communist ideals on, down the throats of everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the Second Amendment. Okay. Um, are you are you really willing to kill your brother or sister if a group of folks uh, look? First of all, I, let me just tell you, I'm no communist, okay, and I don't think you meant me. I hope you don't mean me that you think that way. Um, all I want personally, right, is for you, Joe, to have a good life. I want personally, Joe, for corporations to not take advantage of you. I want Joe to have good health care in case Joe gets sick. And go if Joe has a wife, I want to make sure that corporations don't fool you into doing something that will get your wife hurt. There's nothing communist about all press the things pause. that I want. Press, press pause right there. Right? Press yes, pause. sir. Example, I'm pushing pause right now. Go ahead, sir. I've talked to you before about health care mm-hmm. a few times. And, and, you know, I have really good health care, which, which um, I, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad to have. But, mm-hmm. but you said to me on air one time, if you had your way, you would revamp the health care system and make it free for everyone, even if it, was, it would diminish the quality of health care for many Americans, it would elevate others. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question, sir? Because since we're talking healthcare, and I, I think it's so important for you to call in, by the way, Joe, so thank you again. Uh, my question to you is, whenever you hear the word that, uh, you know, I, I did a, sh- a show on healthcare about three or three shows ago where I played a piece from the right wing guy that said the reason we can't give healthcare to everybody is because there are not enough doctors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And my heart sank. How did you feel to hear that? And, and how do you really feel if what you're, if you, if what you're saying is true, right? That uh, I and people like myself want to give health care at the expense of the quality of health care in the aggregate, right? That's what you're thinking. I'm trying to tell what I have to convince you about, right, is that what I want to do isn't diminish your health care but to ensure that everybody has health care and that we don't have to diminish health care to accomplish that. And what you are saying, uh, you know, you're, you're going from the perspective that says if you give other people health care and no health care is free at all. Health, I'm not talking about getting health care free at all. I'm talking about if you want health care, it happens similarly to what happens in other industrialized nations you have a card and you know i i did an interview i don't know if you listened to it with this guy who has canadian health care right and he said the last thing on a person who's sick mind in canada is health care um, um, rather it's money when when i got uh, when my blood pressure got up to 220 over 140 at kpft doing a, a show there at kpft and they called the ambulance for me etc the first thing on my mind is how much was that ambulance going to cost me? And I, in as much as I had insurance. And afterwards, I jumped out of that ambulance when they told me what the cost would be given the 10000 deductible that I had and went home. That is, that is inhumane. That I put myself at risk, my family at risk, because I knew that there's a good likelihood I could make it to the hospital on my own. I am, and what I'm asking you is the following. If I can prove to you that everyone, like in any other country, can have better health care than we have right now, because that's a fact, 
if I find a way to get into your mind, wouldn't you want that as well, sir? So, so I disagree. Again, my question, again, this is a yes or no question, my brother. In other words, if I can prove to you over time, if I can prove to you over time that we can have great health care for everybody, given the current amount of money that we spend in health care, if I can convince you of that, would you then say, I want all my brothers and sisters to have health care? I agree that yes, we can come to we can come to an agreement. So, you're, so sir, you agree? I mean, my my thing my thing is be, this. Wait, wait, wait! It's not going to be me agreeing to your position, right? Because there's it's many, not many it's not my position, sir. It's not my position. It's not my position at all. Position. You you're, you said you're going to convince me of something, right? So, what I know, what I'm convincing you, no, I'm not. I'm not convincing you of my position. I'm convincing you that we have enough money to cover everybody's health care. The reason I'm convincing you of that is I'm saying there are others who've convinced you already that there isn't money and that somehow the quality of care would be reduced. That's what you told me. And what I'm saying is that is a categorically false statement that you believe, but I have to, I have to do the work to show you that what the other people that you have trust in that have told you that I have to prove, I have to prove to you that they are wrong. And I'm saying if I can do that, because I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to your humanity. So if I can show that, which is my job to do, would you then say, yes, I want healthcare for everybody. Of course. of course. And, and I know that that's what I said. I'm appealing to your humanity. So now what I'm saying, brother, is the following. For you to, uh, for you to, when it comes to this, you called here originally for the Second Amendment is what you called for, right? And I don't like guns personally, but I don't have the right to tell you not to have a gun. But I have the right to say I want to live and I don't want you to have the ability to have that gun to kill me or the ability to kill all my kids in schools in Uvalde. And when folks talk about uh, this stuff about if the, if a bunch of communists tries to take over this country, guys are going to use those guns. That's not how it works. You know, that is a, that is a narrative that they give you for the guys who want to sell a whole bunch of guns irrespective of, of life. That's what they want to do. I don't want to take your gun, your hunting gun, your guns away. I want to make sure that if you have a gun, you're responsible for it. And if somehow you cause harm to somebody else, it is made for you to pay for it. And that person whose harm was done to gets, rec- get, gets compensation for having been harmed by you or whomever caused their harm. Again, the things that I want are pretty logical. And what people do is they make a caricature of what we want. And what I'm trying to do in putting people together is to say the following. Let's not look, you know, you don't need to hate me because I'm some crazy, crazy nut progressive because I'm not. All I want to do is to bring good things to us all. And and not, not what I want, what humanity wants. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. So you and I, I don't have a beef with you. There's no reason for me not to like you. Go ahead, sir. I don't have a beef with you either, but, but what I just heard, what I just heard you say, you know, yes, uh, you have the right, you have your, your Second Amendment rights, right? Yes. But I also have the right to be free from, you know, threats of violence, yada, yada, right? But you have I, that right, yes. The way You're, you said it, 
the I have the you, well, the way what you said was I have the right to you you not have something right. So what you, what I heard you say was. I'm going to take your guns. No, well, and again, you'd be hearing wrong. You'd be, you would be, again, and that, uh, look, here's, here's what happened, Joe. Here's what happens, right? It's, it's language, right? Uh, you and I get up every morning. We go to work. We do things that are important for families, etc. We all do that. Those are commonalities. We all do that stuff together. Now, if I want to, if I am, a, if I'm selling a product, right? That I just want out there and I want to make a bunch of money. And you and I who get up every day and go to work and do what's right by our family every day, the, uh, if you and I start agreeing on stuff, there's trouble in this world because those that take advantage of what happens when you and I are fighting, that's exactly what they do. I don't want to take your guns away. I want, but I do want to make sure. Can can you go ahead and own an F sixteen? No. Could if if a thousand of you got together, right? If a thousand, uh, if a thousand of you got together and decided we want to buy an F sixteen and fly it around the country, can you do it? I don't think so. And so we we have laws that that we as a society put together so that society works best. If we had a whole bunch of group of different people being able to just go and jump and buy an F-16, buy a bazooka, buy a tank and all of that, what kind of society would that be? So we come together and we do give up a few of our liberties so that we can have this thing called society. And, you know, that's what we do. And if no, I, and, and I disagree, I think that I think go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Go. Polite, it's a polite society, right? If everyone yeah. if everyone was was carrying 24 7 right with well, a society would be a polite society there would be no more road rage there would be you know no, no, no actually but the evidence says oh, look and that's what i'm saying you know I, I, those narratives that you just come with came with there um i hear that polite society narrative uh, buenos dias roberto lewis on the, on the website but here's this here's what i want to say real quick um you know, I told you, you guys to come in and change the subject. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I have a piece to play, but I love what you're talking and I love the, the ability to have this conversation. So thank you. But here's the deal. You are given a narrative. When you talk about a polite society with guns, right? Let me tell you, as, as, as Abbott have allowed more guns on the streets by saying people don't even have to go through checks anymore. You can just go ahead and pick up a gun. If you don't have a felony, you get go to the store, get a gun, and everybody has guns. You know what has increased in Texas dramatically? Road rage incidents. And it, because of how anger works. All right. If I'm if if you cut me off in the middle of the street and I get angry and you give me the finger, the first thing that comes to me out of out to, not me, but to some out of anger, I have that that gun next to me. I use it. And guess what? That's what people have been doing. The easy access to guns, the unregulated access to guns where people don't have to get trained, etc., where you don't have to have the anger treatment. If, if, all of that has really caused the numbers are there. I don't you can look it up yourself, too. Right. Right. But the numbers are there, Joe. I mean, this stuff about polite society, if everybody's armed, it's not true. It simply isn't true. And what I'm saying is we have to stop. We, we believe in life. 
But we have these people pushing a lot of narratives that are anti-life just to make a dollar. And you and I pay the price for that guy that never has to engage himself on the freeways of Houston when it's hot, when people are driving mad. Those guys who make the guns just take a helicopter to go from building to building as they profit from what we are buying. We got to get together, Joe. Joe, I got to get to my um to, to at least one video today, right? But look. I want to tell you, I, no, no, wait, 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 please. I, I want to thank you. Come on now. I, I want to thank you for entertaining the conversation in a civil manner. Please keep listening and please keep calling. All right. You know, I will. And, and, and we, we're going to have to just agree to disagree on a lot of things. But That's I'll, fine. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You have a great day now. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. Before I play the video, I want to ask you guys to give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that is 713-526-5738. Hit extension 1 to contribute, extension 1 to contribute. Remember, on the on the website now, there's Breakfast with Egberto, $250. Breakfast with Egberto, I'll take you out to get us some coffee, donuts, etc. Breakfast with Egberto, $250. If you want a T-shirt with the, the Politics Done Right and the KPFT logo on it, $100 contribution. And just to become a voting member of Pacifica, a $40 contribution. You can go to do this either at kpft.org or call 713-526-5738, extension numero uno. All right. Um, oh, man, there's a call that's coming in, and this video is 15 minutes, so I'm going to wait for the call and it's to get processed before I start the video. I hope it's a quick call, but I want you to hear this video. But this is your show, too. Dang. All right. Look, of course folks, it is, Egberto. Yeah. It's your I, show, so we're going to bring Moses on in. Okay, come Moses on. Says, uh, come on in. Yeah, Moses, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I'm there. Okay, well, go ahead. Come on in, Moses. Okay. Good morning. How are you, brother? I am fine, sis. Uh, bro, help me out here. <laughs> Okay. Okay, sis. I, you know, I, I was about to say that. <laughs> let me not. Okay. Great to hear you, sis. And let me tell you this. You guys have changed my show, but go ahead. Start. Yeah. Um, what, what, I'm looking at what happened in the legislature. Yes. Texas. My summary of this whole thing is the beast has been exposed in Texas. Texas is considered to be one of the Bible best. And it is further. I think God has a whip, has a belt to whip Texas. Because the people who consider themselves Christians are the furthest from, from Christianity. If, and I'll say this, um, if they were to study the book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, they would come out and look and see that this is a mirror. A mirror where, where the things that are done in Texas is abominable before the God that they say they, they, they believe in. I'll leave this there. But let me go further on. The reason why the separation of church and state, the founding fathers had suffered in Europe. They had suffered the Inquisition. They had suffered from the hands of Zilla like that. 
Yes. But when they made it out, and they had the they had the opportunity to do something better, one of the marks of uh, the marks of of of, of um, I would say one of the marks that they set was separation of church and state. Absolutely. It was frivolous. They put it because they, they, they suffered under this. And so far, coming from this, we have, we have inherited. But what has happened over the years, um, the, what, I, 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 what I would say is the weekend, the whatever, they have always waited for the opportunity to return to the old feudal days. And this is what we are seeing right now. They, I always, could... the church, they always use the church to further the wickedness that we are seeing in the Texas legislature with, with Greg Abbott and all of them, and that one in Florida. Moses, so, I could not agree with you more. What we need to do now, we as voters, we cannot stand by and let these people just run roughshod like this. And as you have said, we can see the we can see the um, the desolation that is coming upon every state that has instituted the nonsense that they put in. You know. Now we are now worshiping at the altar of the gun. We talk to these people saying Second Amendment. They they love their gun more than God. Because we talk not just about life. Respect your brothers. You will not murder. You will not this. But what is the purpose of of a of, 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 of a high powered weapon? We all know. We don't. I don't have to explain. We see exactly. That. We see the results. We see the results. The actions every day. So what has happened? This gentleman who spoke this a, a while ago, they have taught their tongues to tell lies. They have taught them how to tell lies. They, they, that's, that's Moses, Moses, you are absolutely right. Now my lines are filling up. So to be equitable, I'm going to ask you to kind of close right in about 15 seconds. But you are so right, and I agree with you. Okay. Well, that is basically all I have to say. But people in Texas, if you call yourself a Christian, you are being deceived. Go and study the book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and uh, most of the Old Testament books. Thank you very much. Let me, let me tell you something, Moses. Interesting enough, uh, I went ahead and had a piece for that, but you did a great job in covering some of what the piece already said. So thank you so kindly for calling uh, very much, Moses. Okay? You're absolutely right now. Have a great day. All right, let's go to Gonzalo. Come on in, Gonzalo. Uh, let's see. How are you? Como estas, mi amigo? Háblame, por favor. Okay, okay. Uh, interesting conversations. Before, hold on, Gonzalo. Hold on a second. I want to acknowledge some of the folks online. Uh, Gerald Anthony Murphy says, the facts are indisputable at this point. Good guy with a gun stops bad guy with a gun is not a deterrent. Uvalde should have put this debate to rest. Cops in the hallway ran for their lives from the far power behind that door. Welcome aboard as well, Eric Hayes and Roberto Luis, mi hermano de Panama. Okay, go ahead, uh, Gonzalo. Okay, uh, 
I I have been listening to uh, both uh, previous uh, uh, guest speakers, and uh, I have my thoughts on that. Uh, what I see is uh, politically, uh, we're going in one direction, and the society is going to a totally opposite direction. So, for instance, I work in a high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work in high school with 95, if not 97 percent of the students, which uh, 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 parents were either from Mexico or Central America, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I'm talking about. The culture yes. that we bring in is not the bio-bell culture and the conservative culture that our politicians want to impose right. with the Ten Commandments, Commandments, which is all right. So I go to church and I do, I'm a citizen. I I worked in a school. I, I think I'm a role model, and I try to uh, teach those uh, beliefs. But to be honest with you, uh, the kids are not engaged anymore. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's sad to say that the mass media has taken over. Right. And the TikTok and uh, the, the social media is doing... Uh, the best to derail our society and derail our kids in the wrong direction. Uh, if you see the their stereotype, you can tell. If you uh, hear the way they talk, you can tell. And I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent of them, but it's a trend. So if you go to a high school, if you have kids who are about that age, or if you talk to them. Probably you're going to notice and you're going to realize that what I'm telling you is the truth. And I'm telling you, I'm in the trenches. I'm in the first line. And that's worrisome because uh, we cannot tell if it is from 10 years on or 20 years uh, in the future what the society will be like. Mm, That's a big question mark. Uh, Another point. Every time that there is a a sad event like uh, Uvalde, Thoughts and prayers. There's nothing done. And uh, that's another divorce with a politician. Hey, so, um, Gonzalo, 15 segundos because I have some other handling, but I want to, I want to, I want to claim. Wait, 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 Gonzalo, hold on. I want to tell you that uh, thanks for that info about, you know, letting folks understand that what they're seeing in the Texas legislature does not represent uh, what the the body politic proper. But what we have to convince the body politic to do, Gonzalo, is to go out there and make their representation be known. Too many people have tuned out politics and disassociated themselves from politics. I have this phrase on my website that says political involvement should be a requirement for citizenship, which means we all should be participating so that our government truly reflects who we are. Thank you so kindly for calling, Gonzalo. All right. Have a blessed day. You too, sir. Brandon, come on in, Brandon. Talk to me. How's it going? I am doing fine, sir. Talk to me, my dear friend. Well, you know, I was just in here listening to that as well, you know, and the Democratic Party and the Republican Party both have uh, set an agenda on both sides. You know, I think there's a lack of God in the community, period, in the United States. What's going on is and when you take God out of center, you start losing all your 
how, how can I put this? You, you start losing all your standards and your your ethics and your morals that you live by because God has to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> what's going on now, as you see right now, is Bible prophecy is already unfilling itself. Nothing you or anybody can say or do is going to change what God's plan is. Bible prophecy is already starting to fulfill itself. So the only thing y'all can do, or how I feel, is we can just prepare ourselves. You know, that's it. Let me ask you a question, Brandon. Um, you have uh, you, your statement. How did you come by that the statement you're saying is true? How did you come by to, to say that? What made you say that? Personally, I don't think guns kill people. You know, I hear, I hear y'all talking about the gun safety and all that. You know, you got to, you, you just said that you, you got to convince the politicians, you know? You're not going to convince the politicians anything. They're going to have their own agenda. No matter what you say or do, does not matter because they're going to force their agenda, period. Can I ask you a question? Um, uh, if, if, I, I, I want you, I, first of all, my goal is to, to get that, that phrase that you just got out of your brains. And I, I with, with, uh, you know, and I, I say that respectfully. Uh, I say that respectfully. No, no, let, let me, let me say respectfully what I want to tell you, sir, for, sir. Here's the deal. The only way that statement is true that politicians are going to do what they are, are going to do because it is a true statement, right? In other words, if you look at Dan Patrick, it doesn't matter what folks want. Dan Patrick is going to do one. Our lieutenant governor, for those who don't know who Dan Patrick is, he's going to do what he wants to do. That's true. But you also have the, oh, we lost Brandon. You also have the option to go out there and put somebody to replace Dan Patrick. You could have put Mike Collier in there. I know Mark, Mike Collier personally. Mike Collier listens to his, his, he listens to his constituents. He would have listened to his constituents and do what's necessary in Austin. So um, what I want, the way I want you to think, if possible, Brandon, is that no, Take command of your own. Welcome to Politics and Right, Bruce Pollard on the, on the internet. Uh, so if you want to make a difference, you have to engage and elect folks who do what you want. When they don't do what you want, you unelect them by voting somebody else in. We have the power if we choose to use the power. We still have it. They're trying to curtail it in trying to make voting that much more difficult and having you work your butt off. It's just to survive. We can mitigate. We still have time to mitigate these things, folks. I notice you guys have completely changed my show today, but thank you so kindly. Kyle, come on in. Brother Kyle, come on in. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. My name is Kyle. Thank you. Yes, sir. I am. Uh, sir, turn the radio down, if you will. Please, please turn the radio down and then um, we can actually talk because it's doing some interference, my dear friend. All right. Go ahead, Kyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am here talking about presidency again. Okay. Oh, you are the guy that are that's running for president. Absolutely. I remember your call before. Well, let me tell you, Kyle. Kyle, yes. you go out there and build a platform. 
And I, I, I promise you, if you build a platform, I'll give you a few minutes here to tell us what your platform looks like. Is that good enough for you, Pakal? Yes, sir. But how do I build a platform? You start writing, sir. Go ahead and find a website, uh, maybe at GoDaddy or something, and start thinking about what you want to do for America. And write it down. Put it on, start it out on, on, on a site. And you can do it. All right? When, when do I call again? You can call whenever you want, sir. This is your show. All right? Thank you. Yes, sir, Mr. Eggbutter. You have a f- wonderful day, sir. All right, let's go to Johnny. Come on in, Johnny. My my brother from I think this is my brother from another mother. Is that the Johnny we're talking to? Yes, brother from another color and another mother, but both red-blooded Americans who give a damn about their country. There you go. Talk to me, sir. I disagree with the two callers previous to Kyle. They're both wrong. Here's, Here's why. Uh. There are young people, lots of young people we see in the news every day who are activated, angry, justifiably so, about mm-hmm. the environment, about the older generation, as our generation was once angry at our parents' generation. The cycle repeats. That's not good news. It's not bad news. It is just the way it is. If, if young people weren't disengaged, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. There's lots of evidence to show young people are angry and engaged. That's not to say that some young people aren't disengaged. That's true. There were plenty of people in my generation during my time that were disengaged. What's the difference? Technology. Technology is the only thing that changes our perception of what is right and what is wrong. And what's the other thing? Um, Oh, about morality, the second gentleman, the religious guy, who has a fatalistic, nihilistic attitude. That doesn't work for me. I'm 63. If anyone has a right to be uh, nihilistic, it would be someone like me, who has witnessed generation after generation, uh, uh, actually decade after decade, of right-wing nonsense leading this country down the wrong path. You don't need God in the schools. You need morality. And you can't legislate morality. You have to teach your children. You have to inculcate them at a young age. And you don't need organized religion to do that. Lead by example. That's what you're afraid of. Lead by example. You don't need the Bible printed on a piece of paper in public schools. That's not morality. Lead by example. Johnny's, and that was Johnny's word of the day. Thank you so kindly, John. Let me just uh, respond to one thing, though, that with, respond, with respect to the young people. Um, I think from, and this is empirical, and I think there are some numbers to show it, that because of all the activities that young people have right now for a lot of for a lot of things they're not as tuned in as your generation was uh all during let's say the vietnam war etc 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 well you are a little bit after the vietnam war really um but again you're 63 but again you you, when the vietnam war was going on you're like 10 11 years old or something like that yeah but i felt threatened by that I, I know. I was the next line in the cannon fodder. Yes, you were. Actually, you were. Selective service, you had to, you had to register. Right. But anyway, Johnny. What's that, sir? Yes, I know. And I realized studying history that our country was, at that point, uh, involved in endless wars. You go yes. back uh, before I came into existence, you had uh, World War One, World War Two, the had Korean War, Korea, yeah, and yep. Vietnam, 
and then you had other incursions at the same time, I felt like cannon fodder. Well, brother, it, actually, it's a lot worse than you think because most of the wars we were in, most Americans don't know. That is one of the problems with the, how we learn history in the United States. We don't know about the Guatemalan incursions. We don't know about the Panamanian incursion, not that the ones that we know about, but the other ones. We don't know about Nicaragua. We don't know about all these things, but it's fine. Anyway, we, we'll talk about that another time. I need to get to Alex, Johnny. Thank you so kindly for calling oh, my no. brother. At the moment ago, when I said, and other simultaneous incursions. Right. Too you got it. But you're right. Too many. And that's the problem. But Thank you, Johnny. In real time, Johnny, get off the phone. Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Let's go to Alex. Alex, you're hot. Hi there. Alex, bro. are you there? Yeah, can you hear My me? My brother Alex, are you there? Okay, while we wait to see if Alex is going to come on, let me do a little pitch here. And by the way, welcome Betty Chanel. Welcome Betty Chanel. Uh, folks, please give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension 1, to give a donation. Remember, we are in Fund Drive now, and this show has to raise $250 every hour that it's on, which means I have to raise a hundred, or rather, I have to raise every time I come on every day two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, so, what are, do we have to offer? If you get one of the Politics and Right T-shirts with the KPFT logo, that's a hundred dollar contributions. You, a forty dollar contribution gives you vo full voting rights at KPFT and Pacifica Network. Likewise, if you go ahead and uh, uh, for two hundred and fifty dollars, guess what? You have breakfast with Egberto. Breakfast with Egberto, where we sit down and we chat politics or whatever you want to speak about. That's a $250 contribution, and I can't wait to get what well, we got one yesterday. I would love to get one today where I can say, start making the schedule of who I have to take out to get some coffee. Let's go to Bobby. Come on in, Bobby. Hi, good morning. Bobby, you're um, on. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Hello, okay. Hello? Uh, do we have some issues with the sound? Because I cannot hear Bobby. We could uh, we could hear Johnny, but we can't hear Bobby. All right. While we hello, wait hello, hello. for Bobby or to fix whatever is wrong with Bobby's signal, let me continue doing my pitch, asking you to give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension number one. I would love to be able to thank hello, you hello. on air. Uh, I would love to be able to thank you on air. So why don't you call 713-526-5738, extension 1, and choose one of the options to provide support to this program, to, to this network. Uh, again, 713-526-5738, uh, extension number 1 to contribute, extension number 2 to be on air. So um, we'll see if we can get the phones taken care of. I won't run any of my videos today what i'll tell you however is uh all of you heard what we were going to talk about for the beginning of the show what you can do now my friends is to simply go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter politicsunright.com slash newsletter go ahead howard come on in hey egberto uh the phone callers are calling in and we can hear them howard it, i don't know if you're speaking but i can't hear you either so we must have okay. a breach in our end. channel 
All right. So let let me go ahead and and continue as well. I, I think we have we may have a slight technical problem with the control room. So um, we'll see what happens here. Your end, let me just continue with saying call 713-526-5738 extension number one to donate a T-shirt, $100 T-shirt. Okay, a $100 T-shirt has the politics done right, logo, uh, uh, signia on it, as well as the KPFT logo. I would love for you to uh, do that so I can thank you on air, or you can give a $40 contribution to be a member of Politics Done Right. But you know what else we have? We also have, uh, let's see, we, he, he says he thinks that at my end, Okay, let's go again now. All right, let's try. Bobby, come on in. Okay, can you hear me, Egberto? All right, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, okay. we're waiting for the signal. All right. Can you hear me? 713-526-5738. Okay, I, I think I see what, what, what happened. It seems like we had a feedback. Come on in, Bobby, on line three. Hi, can you hear me? Hello? Okay. Yeah. All right, Bobby, I can't hear you now. Go ahead. Hi, hi good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay, okay. Good morning. Um, first of all, this morning, I would like to say, you know, my family's, uh, you know, my condolences, I mean, go out to the families, you know, the mass shooting that didn't happen any problem. You know, I do see myself as a Democrat. I did vote for Biden. Uh, however, on the issues of gun control, I, mm -hmm. I feel that um, it's not really right. I don't feel that limiting the amount of guns or amount of rounds or any of that is really the ultimate solution in our society. I'll give you a couple of case of points. I'm not a great speaker, so I might be jumping around a little bit here. But oh, don't worry about it, sir. You know, eight people shot here in Texas. At the same time, I think it might have been that same week, there was also eight people that were ran over. Um, in countries, and I know you said that, you know, in other countries, they don't have as much gun violence. Um, but, and for instance, in Japan, where they may not have a lot of weapons, when somebody wants to cause havoc, because guns aren't available, if you were to Google, you know, mass stabbing, 50, 30, 40, and up people getting stabbed at a time in the subway. But they're not going to start, you know, saying, okay, now we have to ban pointy objects. Uh, here in Houston, you had a woman who was eaten by hogs in the park a couple years ago. So when hunters go out, they want to have a lot, a lot of rounds. Because sometimes they have there's videos you can see right now, three or four hogs charging them. Um, in our constitution, it talks about the right to bear arms. So every country that's ever um, basically taken over to people and become an authoritarian has first disarmed their people. Um, we were talking the other day about if Trump, and he was very close when he the insurrection to actually getting all of those electoral votes, forcing the um, election to go to Senate where the Republicans were controlled, he would assume control through force. And you said yourself that that would, if we would have been, if Trump would have done that, we would have been living under what type of government here in the United States right now? An authoritarian? Yes, uh, an authoritarian or totalitarian, yes, sir. Right? So mm -hmm. our founding forefathers knew that this would happen. They knew that people are, have an innate corruption in them once they get a hold of power, which is why we separated powers, right? Let, so, let, let, let me interrupt you for a second, my friend, oh, okay? Nice. They felt it was a real need to um, maintain a strong militia in case what happened with Trump did happen. So 
Americans don't necessarily want guns just to go hunting. They want guns to fight back against their own government should it become authoritarian and mm-hmm. assume control by force. Okay, here's here's the thing, Bobby. Bobby, I got to stop here for a second because, uh, and but but stay on and please listen now. Okay, I hear you. That is a new narrative, and a new narrative. They, they would never first say in the in the old narrative uh, about uh, being able to really protect ourselves. They used to just say protect yourself against a tyrannical government so that it doesn't get taken over. And and let's get one thing straight. Let's stop putting more merit onto what the what our founding fathers could see in the future. Those who were our founding fathers were good good men in the aggregate. Also, look at Germany. What happened forty years ago when my grandfather was there? They disarmed those people. They took control, put them on trains, and none of that. None of that made a difference, sir. I know that's. Hold on a second, sir. Hear hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. It's it sounds it sounds like a plausible narrative that is actually wrong, and let me explain what I mean by that. All right, if the government, if if our government, right, if we arm every single American right now with an AR-15, and our government and the military decided to follow our government, okay. In other words, if 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 the military had our voice, I mean, had the will of. Or rather, the military would follow the will of the leaders who want to be tyrannical, as you state. There's nothing that you could do as a citizen with an AR-15. They will just obl- obliterate you. So they, they, let me let, let me finish, sir. Didn't I give you a chance to speak for a whole five minutes? If you try to fight back, they would kill you and your whole family, sir. I gave you. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, I gave you a whole five minutes and I did not interrupt you. Could you give me the same respect? Sure. I gave you respect to hear your point of view. Uh, In a a society, the reason why we don't get to do conversations right now is because everybody wants to speak on top of everybody and nobody wants to listen to see what points they can get out of that other person that makes sense. And there's a lot of points that you made that make sense. In other words, you talk about uh, how there, there are a lot of points one can make. Most of the people that are dying with guns have nothing to do with the AR 15s. Okay, so here's the deal you could do. We, I gave you the time to talk. Please give me as well. That's all I'm asking. All right, so now, so now, there's nothing you can do against a government that you elect that goes rogue. The only thing you can do is unelect it. And if you don't get it unelected and they go rogue, then you have civil war. And it's a civil war where all sides get hurt and harmed. That's not what we're talking about. The people that are getting AR-15s and all that sort of stuff, that's not what they're into, sir. And deep down in your heart, you know that. So now the, the other thing about it is this. We have, to, we have to look at reality. The difference between people coming with a knife or all the other methods of, done, of, of death here is the, is, the randomness of the, is the randomness that we have. We are different than any other country when it comes to these, these guns. And I think we first have to come to the same conclusions with the same facts, and then we can expand on, okay, what can we all agree on to make us all safer? All right. I don't, I hate guns. You don't, you love guns and that's fine. That doesn't make you my enemy. You're still my brother. You're still my fellow citizen. Let's stop talking on top of each other and figure out how best can we create a society where all these things can coexist. That's what I want. And I think deep inside, that's what you could want as well. 
Well, um, what you had said that was in a in a country where we elect when they go rogue, all we can do is, you know, try to use diplomacy. But we, I didn't we say that. I, I didn't say that. I did not say that. I said if if our politicians, that's not what I said. If our politicians go rogue, sir. If our politicians go rogue and that and and it ends that the diplomacy can't work, then other means would occur. And you know what? We don't have to have AR-15s 24-7 for that to happen. I am from a part of the world where this kind of stuff happens all the time. And it's well, it no it's, have to be AR-15. You could get 40 rounds in a clock. Uh, there you go, sir. There you go. So you know more about this than I do. So the 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 the, the problem with society is then the guns is the disparity between the haves and the have not. Uh, oh, great. I'm glad you said that. And let's talk about, I got to go. I just got my, my two minute warning, but let me tell you something, Bobby, you just meant you just hit my game. So you call back tomorrow. Let's talk about that one because that's so important. What you just said. All right. Okay. Um, I'll Real quick. One last point. Quick. Okay, out of all the total gun violence, sometimes up to 50% of that is suicide. Another large percentage of that is gun death to the actual perpetrator. I know that. I know all of that, and we can mitigate that. Let's talk about that the next time. I got to go. Thank you so kindly for calling, Bobby. Love the conversation. Anyway, folks, you guys completely revamped what the program is. Please call 713-526-5738 and hit number one to contribute. We only have one so far. We need a lot more. Please call 713-526-5738, extension number one. For the show, I told you what the show was going to be on the beginning. I told you guys you could call in and change the show. You did. So go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter. I have all the videos for the show that I did there. Seven, uh, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. Anyway, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know exactly how I end this baby. But before I want to thank, I want to thank Howard for his hard work in there. I'm sorry for the little glitch that we had earlier today. And, of course, Jack Van Beber in the studio. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs>